In this episode of Locked On Capitals, Alex Ovechkin leaves the game because of injury. Let me say that one more time. Alex Ovechkin leaves the game against the Toronto Maple Leafs with an injury. He's skating towards the ice. Shulgren, the goalie, sticks out his stick. And Alex Ovechkin trips and slides awkwardly into the boards going approximately 18 miles an hour. He's down on the ice, grimacing in pain, in obvious pain. Alex Ovechkin, the Russian machine that never breaks, left the game because of injury. We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome in to this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And that is the breaking news of today that Alex Ovechkin left the game tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs with an upper body injury. Yes, Alex Ovechkin, the Russian machine that never breaks, left the game tonight as he awkwardly slid into the boards after the goalie by the Toronto Maple Leafs, Shalgren, stuck out his stick and he slid awkwardly into the boards going approximately 18 miles an hour. He was on the ice grimacing in pain. Yes, the big tough guy, is in obvious uh, bad shape if he's leaving the ice. He is well known for playing through numerous injuries, most injuries that you don't hear about until after the season. But tonight he left the ice because of injury and there is no timetable on his return. This season, Alex Ovechkin scored seven, or his total is 780 goals. He has 22 goals to pass Gordy Howe for second of all time and 115 goals to pass Wayne Gretzky for the most of all time. Not to mention that this is his ninth 50-goal season, and he is the oldest uh, player to score that many goals after the age of 36. So just this milestone season for Alex Ovechkin comes to an abrupt halt. We really hope that it's not a substantial injury. Coach Laviolette did not provide an update on Ovechkin. He said it was an upper body injury, but Oshie said he spoke to the Caps captain after the game. I've never met anyone tougher than that guy, Oshie said. We all hope he's fine. I just talked to him, and I think he'll be all right. Like I say, TJ Oshie was talking to Ovechkin. He said, I just talked to him, and I think he'll be all right. It's always scary seeing Big 8 go down and lay on the ice. He's a tough guy, but if there was anyone, I would imagine wouldn't miss any more time than he needs to. It's the great 8, and that's what I'm saying. So you know whatever kind of injury that it is, at this point, it's just said to be an upper body injury. Most of the time, they don't like to let anyone know the extent of the injury. Just upper body injury will suffice. But if you watch the game, you could see that he falls awkwardly and slides hard into the boards. And Alex Ovechkin, who is, you know, there's no bigger tough guy than I can think of out there, is grimacing in pain. So that is not an encouraging sign to me, just as a layperson looking at his injury for a guy of that stature and just kind of, you know, a guy that plays through a lot of pain 
to leave the ice because of injury. I hope it's just precautionary. I mean, I really hope that it is because we do not need to be missing Alex Ovechkin on the ice. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And uh, like I say, everyone have your fingers crossed or your toes crossed or whatever good luck charm that you use that Alex Ovechkin will be okay. I was talking with Gil Martin earlier tonight, and he asked me who's the who's going to fill his spot. And you know that's a good question to you, Caps Nation. Who would fill Alex Ovechkin's spot on the top line? There's he's a bit of a four leaf clover, Alex Ovechkin. It's not like you're, he's just plug and play. He has gigantic shoes to fill. Um, he is going to go down as probably the greatest NHL player of all time, at least the greatest goal scorer of all time, if he continues on his um, trajectory here. So just to have someone fill in that role is going to be very difficult. It's going to have to be some someone in a leadership role, and it's going to have to be someone that can play the left wing. You know, I know they could have someone probably move over, but you don't want to tinker with the lineup too much. So here's to hoping that is not a major injury, because I could think of no worse time for an injury of this nature to happen. The Capitals are headed to the playoffs, opponent unknown at this point, as I record it after the game here. But this is not the news that you want to hear. This is one of the things that I talked about, one of the scenarios that could be curtains for this team. If they had one of the netminders, either Banachek or Samsonov, get injured, or one of the big players on the team, and they don't come any bigger than Alex Ovechkin get injured. So this is not great news, Caps Nation. I will keep you updated on all the news on Alex Ovechkin, but as I'm recording recording this, um, you know, it's not looking that great for him. I know that TJ Oshie said that he'll be okay, but you know, that's going to be up to the trainers and the team doctors to make that decision. They're not going to just let him play if he's not playing. Okay. So just a bit of sigh and just hope that everything's going to be okay because this is the season. This is the time for this Washington Capitals team. We always hear about this window open in this win now mode. Well, they need to make good on that, and we do not need Alex Ovechkin to be missing any substantial time. You know, as they're making this push for the playoffs, they won the Stanley Cup in 2018. They're going to face a big opponent, whether it be the Rangers, the Hurricanes, or the Panthers. It's going to be a tough uh, sledding. It's going to be tough for this Washington Capitals team. They do not need to be without Alex Ovechkin. So, like I say, as more news breaks, I will keep you updated. Uh, as you know, I do these shows on a daily basis, so I will keep you in the know. Otherwise, just follow me on Twitter, either DanCaps218 or LockedOnCaps, and I will tweet out any updates that I hear. Uh, Caps coach Peter Laviolette said he hasn't spoke to trainers yet about the status of Alex Ovechkin. The Caps, you know, in this game, it was a tough one. Um, so the Caps blew a two-goal lead, a third-period lead, and fall in the shootout to the Leafs, 4-3. to three. You know, and we'll talk about that in the later part of this show, but that's what it's all about, you know, is just is just getting this team together and ready for the playoffs because the last thing you need is one of these integral parts of the team, in this case, Alex Ovechkin, to get um, injured. And uh, he was saying, obviously, he was frustrated. I didn't mean to cause an injury, so I hope he's fine, says Eric Kalgren. Um, who is the netminder for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, shared his perspective on what he saw on the play, play between him and Alex Ovechkin. 
And, uh, you know, just if you didn't see the game, go ahead and look for it. I'm sure it's on NHL.com or YouTube somewhere. It just seems like he's stuck, put his stick out there, and he was definitely trying to trip Alex Ovechkin. There's no mistaking that. It's not like he was trying to stop a puck because he wasn't even in possession at the time. So, you know, if if he was having his stick out, it should have been closer to him to try to stop, you know, this theoretical puck, but it wasn't there. And as you see his stick go out, then you see Alex Ovechkin fall. And that's not the way you don't want some fluke injury to be the demise of Alex Ovechkin. You know, I could see if he got slammed into the boards with a big check, but it wasn't that it was just kind of a crazy you know, putting your stick out there and tripping and, you know, they skate at such a fast clip that, you know, that's what it was that showed on the game tonight that he was going about 18 miles an hour. And just to be going 18 miles an hour going into the boards, that can cause some substantial injury. So here's to hoping that everything is, you know, will be okay with Alex Ovechkin because, you know, like I say, it's he's not the kind of guy that you can just replace with the next man up. You know, you hear about that in all of sports. It's next man up. It's next man up. Well, go ahead and tell me who on the Washington Capitals is the next man up that's going to fill those shoes. I don't think they have anyone in-house or in AHL Hershey that's going to fill that role. So, you know, you want to have some depth on your team. And, you know, a lot of depth players can be filled with other depth players, but there's not a lot of guys that can fill Alex Ovechkin's shoes you know, so here's to hoping that everything is okay with Alex Ovechkin. We really do not need this this time of year. This time of year, as we head into the playoffs or any time, really, there's not a good time for Alex Ovechkin to get injured. So let's just hope that he is okay. And I will keep you updated as soon as I hear more about Alex Ovechkin or tomorrow's program. All right, after the break, we will talk about the ill-fated game tonight. The Washington Capitals got leafed again by the Toronto Maple Leafs. They lose in the shootout, and uh, this is not a real encouraging sign as they've lost the second time. As I was talking to my wife, I said, well, this time, you know, for a lion's share of the game, they were winning. This is a little bit of payback, and it's going to put a little bit of swagger in the capital step. This definitely did not help. So after the break, I will talk about how the Capitals played tonight. But first, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, Before we get going on this next segment, thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So the game tonight. So we talked about in the first segment that it didn't go well, that the Washington Capitals are currently, as I record this, without Alex Ovechkin. It appears to me they're saying upper body injury, but it looks to me that in more particular specificity that it's a shoulder injury, which, you know, consider, you know, thinking about what kind of injury that could be, not so great. So to start off the second segment here, Vanacek is in net versus Shalgren. And uh, that is not their number one netminder by any means. But uh, Shalgren has given up nine goals in the last two games. So I thought, you know, just on paper, the Capitals seem like they're in a pretty good spot to win against this team. Uh, TJ Oshie opens up the scoring to give the Caps a one to nothing lead. 
That marks Oshie's 11th goal of the season and the fourth time he scored Washington's first goal of the game. Oshie goal from the left dot, blocker side, caps up one to nothing. And that's TJ Oshie doing TJ Oshie stuff, which is making some really great goals. And he did that uh, tonight. He stepped up and played a big role. Oshie's goal was assisted, assisted by Anthony Mantha, his 13th assist of the season in this in his 34th game of the year, that's one shy of Mantha's assist total in 56 games last season with both the Capitals and the Detroit Red Wings. So they are getting that production, you know, from some of these depth players. You know, I don't want to call Mantha a depth player, but, you know, he's not one of the upper marquee of Ovechkin, Backstrom, and Wilson Kuznetsov. So just to getting getting production, even if it's not a goal scored on Anthony Mantha, that is some great news and then, then it happens. Uh, Alex Ovechkin leaves the ice shaken up after blocking. Excuse me. Yeah, Alex Ovechkin left the ice earlier in the game uh, because he took a shot off his skate. And, uh, you know, it was just a bad night for Alex Ovechkin in general. Um, he was kind of getting hit on all sides. And earlier in the game, he leaves the ice uh, shaken up after blocking that shot. It looked like lower leg or skate. And uh, I was happy to see Ovechkin even after that return because it just seems like, you know, sometimes um, the Murphy's Law kind of kicks into effect for the Washington Capitals as we head later into the season here. So I, I was just an encouraging sign to see Ovi come back after that one. And then Labushkin from the Toronto Maple Leafs from the left circle with the equalizer. And this Toronto Maple Leafs, like I was talking about, is pretty much an all-star team on ice. You got Nylander, you got Marner and Matthews and just a, and just a ton of different depth scoring players on this team. And uh, it's going to be a tough road for the Washington Capitals if they can't get past an opponent like the Toronto Maple Leafs. Because as we make our push for the playoffs, we know it's going to be, you know, one of those three teams. And if they're playing in the postseason, that means they're a good team. So then Oshi gets shoved into Leafs goalie by a Leafs player. And that's one of the dumb moves that I see out there is that sometimes the defenseman, Oshi was in front of the net. And so what did the guy for the Maple Leafs do? He shoved him into the back and then shoved him into his own goalie. Not real intelligent, is it out there? Because after that, then all of a sudden he shoved him into his goalie. And then all of a sudden he grabbed Oshi. Like, what did you do that for? Just a chicken fill-in-the-blank move uh, for that guy. I didn't catch his name from the Toronto Maple Leafs to do that. And, you know, if you're going to do something, if you're going to shove someone, don't shove someone into your own goalie. Not too smart. So it was tied one-to-one after one. And then to start the second period, Spezza goal from the left circle, stick side, two-to-one Leafs. Play was overturned off sides, though. So there was two different plays in this game that were overturned. Uh, one was by the Capitals and one was by the Maple Leafs. So there was just some of that, you know, kind of, you know, good thing they had the review. You know, I want it to be a clean game and I want it to be a legitimate win. So in this case, they reviewed both of those goals and, uh, you know, it was turned out that they were overturned. So be it. I want the, like I say, I want these to be legitimate wins. I don't want the Capitals to be eking in with wins here. So then Oshie goal from the left circle, two to one. It was a power play goal with a minute left in the period. And then that was overturned. Uh, it was ruled as a hand pass, John Carlson hand pass. And that was the second one that I was talking about. So 
just some real unfortunate events for both the Capitals and Maple Leafs in, uh, tonight in that regard. And then Ovi loses his footing awkwardly and smashes his shoulder into the boards. And that's what I was talking about earlier. This is just kind of chronologically what was going on in the game. And then Ovechkin didn't come back. So that the Capitals were in a rough spot there. Faravari shoots Eller, deflects for the goal, 2-1 to one caps. Martin Faravari and John Carlson picked up assists on Eller's goal. Carlson has reached the 70-point mark, 16 goals, 54 assists for the third time in his career, becoming the 18th defenseman in NHL history with at least three 70-point season. Lars Eller gives the Capitals a 2-1 to one lead with his 13th goal of the season. Eller now has eight points in his last eight games. And Lars Eller is kind of just ratcheting it up and kicking up in in the kicking into a higher gear as we head towards the playoffs. If you remember his heroic move that he did with the Washington Capitals against the Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup, so it's just like some of these NHL players and players in sports in general have another gear once they get to the playoffs or near the playoffs, and it seems like Lars Eller is heading in that direction. Marcus Johansson gives the Caps a 3-1 to lead with the ninth goal of the season. Johansson has scored in four points of his last five games, two goals, two assists. Johansson from Sheary, backhand goal 3-1. to Connor Sheary and Justin Schultz each picked up the assists on Johansson's goal. Sheary's 42 points this season, 18 goals, 24 assists, are the second most in a single season of his career, uh, that being the 16-17 season with 53 points and you know, it just seems like Connor Sheary is on the cusp of being a 20-goal scorer as well. And that's kind of just the real benchmark of a, a great goal scorer. You know, obviously you have someone with Austin Matthews who is, you know, getting close to 60 goals. He's going to be someone that's going to be chasing Alex Ovechkin in coming years. I mean, obviously Alex Ovechkin has a big lead on him. But at some point I could see I could see Matthews making a run for the goal uh, record as well unless he has a total drop-off there. But... With Connor Sheary, you know, 20 goals, he's inching up on there, 18 goals on the season. I definitely think 20 goals is possible. So just to have these 20-plus goal scorers on the team, it's really good to get that production other than, you know, like I say, the marquee names like um, Ovechkin and Backstrom and Wilson, etc., so just a, a great news all around for the Capitals there. And then the news came, Ovi was not returning to the game. Uh, Mikaia goal, three to two caps. And then Spezza, another goal from the front of the net, stick side with the equalizer, three to three. And then we go to the shootout. And, you know, the shootout is one of those things, you know, first of all, I'm never thrilled when we go to overtime because it just seems like the Capitals have had such tough luck uh, in the shootout and in overtime that I was not really happy about that, to be honest with you. And tonight didn't really make me feel any better about it as the Capitals, in fact, lose in the shootout. Kerfoot shootout winner, 4-3 to three, Maple Leafs. The Caps got leafed for a second time this year. And uh, not really the outcome that we were looking for, was it? Um, you know, like I was talking about earlier in the show, I was really hoping that this would be, you know, uh, the Capitals would have at least got one of these games. You know, they lost the one earlier. I was hoping they'd pick this one up to kind of get their confidence back because, you know, to a certain extent, when you lose these games like this, it kind of shoots your confidence squarely in the foot. And uh, as you're going to the playoffs, you need to know that you can play on a competitive level against elite level teams. And uh, I can't really fault, you know, Vitek Vanacek. I know that that's the easy, you know, thing to, to fault is the goalie. 
But I got to say that, you know, Vitek Vanacek played pretty good, you know, all in all, all things considered. And I would say that he's probably going to be playing uh, starting in the game against the Islanders. I would be surprised if he didn't. But uh, I don't know. It just seems like they're kind of still undecided on which direction they want to go in net. But I think they need to to make that decision here soon. And uh, Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov are definitely not making it easy on uh, Coach Laviolette as they both have been inconsistent at times. So like I talked about with J.J. Regan last week, um, they're most likely going to pick up uh, a netminder in the offseason, probably a veteran one. And that's probably what the doctor ordered. Laviolette on blowing the two-goal lead and losing it in the shootout. It's tough. It's frustrating. That's a game we can't lose. We're doing all the right things, and we let off the hook at the end. So that's on us. And uh, the Capitals, you know, they've been playing great, and I'm not being doom and gloom about this, but this is one of those ones they're going to have to shrug off and get ready for the Islanders. They have two big games against the Islanders this week, and then they uh, play the Rangers on Friday. So, you know, I, I just, if they can pick up two big wins against the Islanders, that's going to give them their needed points that hopefully they can bump up in the standings a little bit. And, uh, you know, I just don't want this Capitals team to end up playing the Panthers. It just seems like they have a ton of offensive power. And, uh, you know, I guess if I was going to knee jerk reaction right now, I'd say they'd be best suited playing the uh, Hurricanes right now. Just like uh, uh, J.J. Regan was talking about, he feels like you could kind of drag them down. They're kind of an emotional team. So if you could get into a physical game with them, they would probably be the easiest opponent out of those three. So we're just hoping that uh, the Capitals can turn around as the Caps blow a two-goal third-period lead and fall in the shootout to the Leafs, 4-3. to three. So hoping for better things against the Islanders as they play them later in the week. All right, after the break here, we are going to talk about the road ahead for the Capitals. Like I say, they have two big games uh, against the Islanders and then one against the Rangers. And what's going on with that crazy net minding situation anyway? They really need to figure it out, um, you know, before it gets too late in the season here. We only have a little bit of time and then we're headed to the postseason. All right. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost tastes like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, they're all so good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Yeah, the Puffs too, 100% chocolate. Low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They're better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere between two to 300 calories. Ouch. So go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High-protein, low-calorie, high-fiber. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. That's use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at Built.com. Thanks, Built. 
All right, in this last segment here, we are going to talk about the games ahead. The Washington Capitals are playing the New York Islanders for two games, and then they finish up playing the New York Rangers uh, at the end of the week. They're playing them on Friday. And you know, the Islanders, they've kind of had a rough go of it this season, and it's not squarely on their shoulders. I would say that the Islanders, more than some of the other teams out there, have had some really bad luck when it comes to COVID. They've had a bunch of games canceled and or uh, rescheduled, and uh, they've had some players out with COVID issues, more than most, as a matter of fact. So, you know, I know that there's a lot of people talking trash about the New York Islanders. That's Barry Trott's team, if you don't know. Barry Trotz was the one that took the Washington Capitals to the Stanley Cup in 2018. So I I don't think it's, you know, it's on them totally. And I don't think that Barry Trotz has lost his coaching touch. I just think that's what it is. If you look into the New York Islanders, they really did have a rough go of it earlier in the season. Like I say, with all kinds of games getting rescheduled, postponed and moved around. So they're out of it. The New York Islanders are out of it. And at this point, they would love nothing more than to play spoiler to the Washington Capitals. Because let's face it, they're done. They would love nothing more than to hand another loss to this Washington Capitals team or two losses if things really go in the Islanders' favor. So the Capitals are going to have to be ready for the Islanders. They're the kind of team that is going to want to play spoiler. Like I say, they have nothing left to play for except for pride and, you know, maybe a job next year somewhere in the NHL or perhaps on the Islanders. So, but you don't want to fall into that trap game. One of those games that you go into and and you think to yourself, you know, I don't need to try that hard because I'm only playing the Islanders. Well, guess what? Then that's when you're going to get steamrolled. You see it happen all the time in all of sports where you kind of go in with some unhealthy confidence when you shouldn't have really uh, underestimated your opponent. And I think that's the case with this Islanders team because at the end of the day, they still have, you know, Barry Trotz pulling the strings, pushing the buttons for that team. And I think it's going to be a challenge for them, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, especially Barry, he would love nothing more than to knock down his former team. So those are going to be two interesting games that you're not going to want to miss And just uh, like I say, what we've been talking about, the theme of this show is Alex Ovechkin. Hopefully Alex Ovechkin can return because if he is going to miss any substantial time, it kind of draws into the question, the Capitals future this season. You know, I know that this isn't a team built exclusively around Alex Ovechkin, but scoring the kind of goals that he scores, 50 plus goals is what he's probably going to end up getting if he comes back. I mean, you can't just replace that anywhere. I mean, there's guys on the team that are 20 and 20 plus goals, but 50 goals, that's the kind of production that you're going to need in the playoffs. And just a pedigree of playing really great in the playoffs. We really need to be pulling for Alex Ovechkin and hope that he comes back. Uh, Then the Capitals play the Rangers to conclude the week. And that's going to be a tough a tough um, go of it because they have Shesterkin in net, who's going to probably be the Vesna winner in net uh, for the New York Rangers. So it will be a tough test and a good test for the Washington Capitals as they play the New York Rangers. Like I say, that's the kind of games that I want to play. I want to play a true tough game. You know, a lot of times you hear people say, well, I'm kind of looking forward to it. They're going to be playing the Red Wings and then the Sabres and the New Jersey Devils. Well, that's great. And you want to know something. They might win all of those games, but it's not a real true test of a team. You want to put them through their paces and play a tough team because then you can more accurately assess what kind of talent the team has and what kind of talent does the Washington Capitals have and how are they going to fare in the playoffs. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered before the season is over. You know, I sure as heck hope that when it's game one, 
of uh, playoffs that they're not going, well, who is it going to be? Is it going to be Sammy or is it going to be Vanacek? It's too late for that. If you're answering or if you're trying to answer those questions in the playoffs, you've made a, a grave mistake that I hope doesn't come back to haunt this Capitals team. I still think, and I'm a staunch believer that they should bring up Zach Fucali, Zach Fucali, who had three shutouts for the bears this year. And when he had his chance for the Capitals, I mean, he, he had that, I want to say one off game if memory serves, but the lion's share of his games that he played for the bears and the Capitals this season have been great. Can you say that about Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek? They've all had flashes of greatness. Well, you're going to need a heck of a lot more than flashes of greatness as you head into the playoffs. Do you think flashes of greatness is going to cut it if you're playing the Rangers when you have Shesterkin on the other end in net? He's going to be playing lights out and tossing Capitals pucks aside left and right. And let's face it, that New York Rangers team is coming off a rebuild and they're stocked with goal scorers. And guess what? They've added some snarl. They have Ryan Reeves. They've added some other players that are going to combat uh, the players, the likes of Tom Wilson and Garnet Hathaway. And, you know, even if it isn't the Rangers, it's going to be a true test. And I just really wish they would have come to terms with who their netminder was going to be. I think they should have picked someone up at the trade deadline. And even if they didn't work, guess what? He could be warm in the bench somewhere because now what they're stuck with is Sam Sonoff and Vitek Vanacek. And you want to know something? I hope I'm wrong. I hope that I eat my words and Sammy or Vitek Vanacek play stellar hockey. They're just, they play great in net. But I'm not so sure that's going to be the outcome. And that's what worries me about this team. You know, they're making this big push and they've had some statement wins. They beat the Avalanche, the number one team in the NHL in points, and the Capitals took them down. That's a real, you know, positive thing. That's a feather in your hat for the Washington Capitals, a positive thing to move forward with. But they need to be ready for these teams. I mean, you can't, you know, because then there's games like tonight that kind of dash your hopes a little bit. Why were they not able to pick up at least one win out of these last two games against the Toronto Maple Leafs? Because that is going to be a test kind of like what they're going to be playing in the playoffs. So here's to hoping that the Washington Capitals can get it together. So anyway, that is this episode of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today once again. Like I said, I will keep you updated on all the news on the Capitals and Alex Ovechkin because we really, like, like I say, we can't be missing Alex Ovechkin right now. We need him in the lineup more than ever before. This window that we hear is open, is closing more and more every year. The win now mode, you know, all the mantras, all the cliches, all the t-shirts. This is where the rubber meets the road in the postseason, and the Capitals have better be ready. Okay, once again, like I say, this is Locked On Capitals. Thank you once again for joining me, and make sure and head head over and check out Locked On NHL, where they're going to break down all the games for you. They're going to just kind of break them down into more of a finite level, so it's not just the Capitals. They cover the NHL league-wide, and we have our team of local experts on Locked On NHL. All right, thanks again for listening and or watching. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.